welcome to Lorkville, ladies. say frank pretty all right yeah yeah nothing i'm okay it's obviously the fucking pits of winter here which is way worse than winter the, after not living here for 15 years i was like ah, eh, i don't i like winter you know it's fun i enjoy winter i don't really like summer that much and i forgot that winter here is fucking objectively way shittier than winter you're in, you're in the tundra still it's just it's repulsive everything is foul and disgusting it's dead fucking brown fields brown fucking roads brown dead trees brown sky fucking brown all it is there's no fucking green shit it's fucking horrible dude and it's like it snowed for a couple weeks like a goddamn month ago and then it's just cold enough that it's kind of shitty gray slush for three weeks after it snows it's just like everything it's just gray and brown it's fucking disgusting like all the snow's finally gone and it was actually 60 a couple of days this week but it's just like yeah i don't know winter here i'm actually like i'm a summer boy now i'm like woo summer i can't wait it's gonna be so awesome when the weather's warmer i can't wait i mean which i'm like you guys know me i'm fucking <laughs> i'm a sweat beast i fucking hate i hate the summertime usually it's funny though because i have like memories of you like the first thaw like yeah, picking picking me up and being like, dude, it's fucking springtime. Let's go. And, and you were like, really, yeah. And you were really yeah. excited about it. Yeah. And then it you know, twenty coming. years in the Northwest, you fucking hated summer and spring. You're like, I just like the cold <laughs> and the rain. And I was like, you used to love it. And you're like, no, I didn't. But I have like specific memories of you picking me up and being like, dude, the fucking flowers are blooming. Let's fucking go. Because <laughs> you just get so not like, bad there. Like the yeah, and it's ten degrees yeah. warmer all the time, which is just it doesn't seem like much, but like the difference between forty five and thirty five is like I don't know. Forty five is like who gives a shit? It's not cold enough to really be like, ah, I hate this, you know. But thirty five is just like, oh, dude, even if it's not, you know. And we've had like the most mild winter I can remember. It's been it's in the sixties, dude. Yeah, like, but it's wild. Um, so a little update, uh, yeah. jury duty deferred to March. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, but that's in a classic, in a classic, like all spa move. You have not solved the problem. You have just 
procrastinate. <laughs> deferred. <laughs> deferred to March. Yes. <laughs> Great. So you've yes. given you've bought yourself like a couple of weeks to do what? I don't know. Not go to jury duty last week. (laughs) Well, I didn't, that episode, that last episode we did sucked, so I didn't even listen to it or put it out. So the audience has no clue that Matt was, Matt was uh, fretting about how to go to jury jury duty two days before he was supposed to turn up for jury duty. (laughs) He had never responded or done anything to take care of it. So cool. You've kicked the can a little bit up the road. Yep. And I have not been sued as of yet. So. Yeah, I'm a whole separate thing gonna, that we didn't really talk about. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to, which is probably for the best anyway, but that's not, I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. That's like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like nine times out of 10, I feel like if somebody tells you you're going to hear from their lawyer, it's pretty much a guarantee that you will not hear from their lawyer. <laughs> like if you're going to, they, they don't lawyer, even know a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the, the move to have with a lawyer is not to tell anybody. And have the lawyer tell them I'm yeah. the lawyer. Like just anybody that's like, you're going to hear from him. Like, eh, I don't know, man. Maybe. Well, I'll. yeah. And then you're like, you're in a boat and you're like driving the boat and you turn to the right. And this guy's like, look at me. Look at me. I'm the lawyer now. Look at me. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Mm. It's a captain, old captain joke. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> the soundboard's uh, yeah, back. A callback to an old joke from the show about the movie Captain Phillips that has absolutely no connection to lawyers or jury duty. Perfect. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the lawyer now. Yeah. Well. Terrible. That's it here. I don't really have anything else to report. The Super Bowl is happening today, which I uh, just to, to piggyback on to fucking episode one. I'm like, yeah, they're, the Chiefs are, I saw somebody post this today, that it's rigged, the Chiefs are going to win, and dude is going to propose to Longback on the fucking football field as part of the fucking CIA NFL plan to fucking make women watch the NFL. That's the whole fucking thing is a, a government operation to fucking get women to watch, to pay, to capture them as consumers by the CIA and the NFL, I'm convinced. So that's my, that's my bet on what's going to happen at the Super Bowl today. Sorry. Yeah, I guess I, I think you're probably. Right. <laughs> you guys think I'm it's so or what? Jesus. Christ. And they like they dug Usher out, you know, like oh, who, if anybody could be more culturally culturally relevant, let's let's get Usher to perform. Like, what? That's the Super Bowl, the halftime show. Yeah, is Usher? Yes. Yeah. Jesus, what fucking uh, mall did they find him at? Just, I don't, maybe I mean, he, is he still popular? I don't know. I, 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 I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like he's been in a cryo chamber for like 15 years, but or just the same strip club. I don't know. Who knows? Like, yeah, yeah. But like, just uh, him by himself? I think so. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be other people. There's like, a, they always have like fucking yeah, you know. like Ludacris is gonna show up or something. Yeah. Uh, I saw a photo Hot of off. that. What's oh, up, Frank? Oh, I saw a photo of the the traffic jam at like. Uh, sunrise today in vegas oh because like vegas is you know it's got the strip and then it's like not a big town at all yeah and you know but then you've got like fifty thousand people trying to get to one place at one time no it's crazy because that's the like like i would yeah and that's the crazy people a lot i mean i guess i know that i'm like i sounds so stupid when you say i guess i'm weird but I, I guess I, because I just, the idea of going to that sounds like, it sounds like hell on earth. It sounds like one of the oh. worst things I can imagine going to something like that. I'm like, dude, I, yeah. I can't. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I would have a panic attack. I think I would no matter what, unless there was like, if it was like a game show where I win like a million dollars, if I get to <laughs> it, then I could probably do it. But any scenario where I like was found myself there, 
even if I was like, I think I can do it. Once I got there, I would just leave. I would be out of there. There's no fucking way oh, I would be able to yeah. stay in there for I mean, however long. I couldn't even imagine going to like a standard NFL game and dealing with oh, that many people. I know. So I know. Imagine like, yeah, I went to one <clears throat> in the nineties Yeah, and it was like four hours just before the game, like two hours to get to Detroit or whatever, driving through yeah. the snow, tailgating. I'm like, none of this isn't fun to me. I think I went to one. My dad took me to a couple of football games when I was a kid, but I was so young. I'm like, I kind of hardly remember, but I'm sure I went to one at the Silver Dome. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sad even, this, and it's my fault, but I'm like, why are we even having football talk two episodes in a row? Horrible. I don't care. Yeah. It'll be over. Finally, after today, it'll be fucking over, and I won't have to hear about it for fucking eight months, thankfully. Well, uh, speaking of things that you don't want to go to. Um, <laughs> did you go to I, another reptile convention? No. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Um, so they have like a family dance at my daughter's school. And I think that maybe replaced like what used to be called the daddy-daughter dance. It right? is kind of foul. <laughs> like, the phrase itself is like kind of gross, dude. Yeah, that's awful. And so they... Uh, they had this dance at her school. Lucy did not want to go. I did not want to go. Yeah. Greta Greta wanted to go. And so Lucy and I were like, okay, well, we'll just Greta's like five. Yeah, but she heard about it and like her her daycare teachers were like chaperoning. And so she was like really excited. Like, I want to go to this thing too. And okay. so Lucy and I were like, okay, we'll just dress Greta up like Lucy and you guys go and have fun. You know. And then it turned into a thing okay, where Lucy okay. was like, Oh, oh my oh, friends oh, are gonna oh, be oh, there. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. This is a daddy-daughter dance for no. older daughter. Oh, um, oh, it's a family da family dance. Yes, I think it used to be a daddy-daughter. Now, now it's just the family dance. It was called like family the, dance. You know, sounds like a thing that you do with your compatriots at a strip club. But anyway, yeah. or maybe it was like you know <laughs> the, know the rose, like. the rose and wrinkles, or rose and hugs, not wrinkles. I just keep calling it that to piss everybody off. It was like the rose and hugs family dance or whatever. What? So I'm like, you know what? Okay, okay, but but so. Just, I'm just trying to figure out because I don't know. Bear in mind, we don't all have little girls, okay? So I don't yes. even know what is fair enough. So this is a thing. Any dance thing that I ever knew about in school was was for a specific grade of kid. There wasn't like some shit that was. So it's like five year olds and nine year olds. This like, was the whole elementary school, right? Okay. Now, right. Greta doesn't Greta doesn't go to that school, but she will next year. And the the daycare that she goes to is affiliated with it, right? So she okay. knew about it. So you she's bring your whole dressing family. up as your older daughter. No, it was a that was a joke. I was like, just dress her up as <laughs> oh. Lucy, and then Lucy doesn't have to go. It was the joke. I see. Okay. Uh, but so then Lucy got wind of it, wanted to go. Her I, friends. Oh, no. This is a better story. I thought you were saying, well, Greta's going to dress up like Lucy, and Lucy's going to dress up like me, and the two of them are going to go to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That would have been great, though. <laughs> okay. All right. But no, I'm just confused. So anyways, okay. all four of us end up going, and I forget about this thing, dude. I'm already having a shitty day on Friday. I'll, well, it's I'll hard tell for you about, me to I'll tell you about my week later, but. Yeah. I'm already having a shitty day. I forget about it. I just want to go home and just chill. And I go to pick up Greta first because I get out of work before Kara. And the chaperone's like, see you guys at the family dance. And I was like, motherfucker, I forgot that was today. <laughs> I don't want to go. But then I would also don't want to be the dickhead dad who's like, doesn't go to the things my kids want me to go, whatever. So then I pick up Lucy and she's like, oh, now I'm excited. I'm like, fuck, dude. And so we go to this thing. I'm already like super pissed off, and Karen, I get a big Hot twist. There's reptiles everywhere. Oh. Well, yeah, five oh. to nine year olds. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then I'm like, I'm already Karen. I get a big fight before we go because I'm just in a foul mood, and then I have to like, and then we have to both like switch and be like happy parents, you know? 
So it's fine. We end up going. Yeah, sounds healthy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was really healthy. Not we didn't fight in front of the kids or whatever. Just whatever. And then so. Which went behind a closed door and screamed in each other's faces where they were. Yeah, like, Children were cowering yeah. behind the door listening. What are mommy and daddy doing in there? And then. Yeah. Well, well, I'm like smashing plates. The... Yeah. Yeah. And then you came out thinking you had fooled them. And like, no, it's fine. Let's go to the fucking rose rink winkle dance or whatever the fuck you <laughs> and so we get there and i'm immediately like taken back to like mentally to when i was a kid at these things yeah. and, I, and i'm like feeling weird and shy and nervous like all the same feelings i felt when i was a kid. like i never oh, wanted yeah. to be at those places i'm, I'm sure at that all. Would happen to me yeah and it like immediately i was like oh my god uh, i hate all and then my just like back then, then I turn into, well, I hate all these people. <laughs> no one's paying attention yeah. to me, right? When you're a kid. Yeah. So then you're immediately like, well, fuck them all. And then Lucy's like nervously walking around trying to talk to her friends, but they're none of them are like acknowledging her. And so then I'm like, oh, she's feeling the same thing. Uh, anyways. Yeah. So then eventually she's fine. But it's just, dude, fucking two hours of Taylor Swift songs. At one point, <laughs> at one, at one point the DJ's like, got any kansas city swifties out there and all the girls are like God, i can go crazy dude it was my worst nightmare okay have you gone to any father-son dances frank with with stan yet <laughs> can't say that i have daddy uh, little daddy dance <laughs> daddy, i think in portland they call them bear and otter dances i think <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to a dance um a couple weeks ago and uh, when he got out, he was like, just like, every song sucked. He, and he was like, they just played Taylor Swift and Katy Perry or whatever. That's um, fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm what, yeah. It's, I feel like it's not really our fault, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm instinctually like, why are we still talking about both her and football? But it's like, you can't right. get away from it. It's both of you are like, yeah, our kids went and it was two hours of fucking Taylor Swift where I'm like, God damn, dude. So that's it. So then what, what, so you just watch or what happens at the family dance? Do, do the, um, adults the kids dance? all dance together and the parents stand around irritated and wait yeah. to leave. Try to make small talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I ran into one of the other chaperones and I was like, man, I almost smoked before this thing. And she's like, oh, dude, I took two edibles. This is a nightmare. It's like Jesus Christ. Seems like it might yeah. be better. But yeah, probably. Maybe I should have. You might need to drink for that next time. That's my note for you next time. Yeah, I'm off the sauce yeah. still, so maybe drink yeah. on your way to the fucking. Family. Bring a flask. Well, that's yeah. what I was telling that's somebody. I was like, this place. is. That's why they call it the wagon dance. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, this is the only time I've been at a function with music this loud and this many people sober. Like, I didn't know it was. Yeah, yeah. not fun. So I don't know. I guess that's kind of a dud of a story, but it was. Uh, well, there's no, yeah, what I was that thinking that something would have happened. The, really, the story, it's kind of funny because we were, I was, you know, telling you this week, I don't know, what were we talking about? And I'm like, come on, like, answer me or whatever. Oh, the trip for you guys coming. I was like, what, what's going on? Like, two days goes by, nothing. I'm like, don't fucking ignore me. And you're like, sorry, dude, it's just been a crazy two days. Do you know how much you say it's been a crazy, like, you literally just told this story and you were like, just had like shitty day at work. Just like fucking want to go home, dude. You are the you are the call is coming from inside. The, the, you you are the <laughs> now. Like, I am, I am the shitty day. You are the captain. Yeah, where I'm like, dude. It's like <laughs> the only reason you were in a bad mood is because you didn't remember something you had to do after work. And then and what happened at work? Why did you have a shitty day at work? Um, 
Cause it's, I mean, I, that's a whole nother story, but or was it just a regular day at work? No, no, it was an insane week. I mean, I can tell that now, I guess. Uh, was that your you guys... story for the end of the show? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll save it, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back around to that one. I'm just, but yes, the call is coming from inside the house. You're, you're never, you at all times. I'm like, you ignore me fair though. I was not ignoring. I would never just ignore you, dude. I seriously did not see that text until you texted me. If I saw it, I would have answered you right away. I Shut don't your fucking face. I don't ignore anyone. It's I just literally people. don't. I have two phones. These two people I don't sitting here it. know you better than everybody. How can you possibly be like, no, I've never ignored it. And not one thing <laughs> every single time I've ever not answered someone. I just, I just truly, I didn't see it. I swear to God, I didn't see it. So I swear. what happens with work? Do you miss work shit all the time then? No, because I have a work phone. Right. It has the ringtones on. But at, when I'm at work, all my ringtones are off. When you texted me that, it was like right before we open on that day. So I didn't see it that day. And mm -hmm. if I, I just, I missed it. I do. I, I, I hear from Matt way more on his work phone than on the text. Oh, yeah. On no, our normal phone. I, I don't, I'm not mad about it. I don't care. I'm just like, it's bullshit. You just don't respond. Like, there's no. No, I felt bad. I, it was Today was a crazy day, man. And like, oh, my work phones. And I just picture you like juggling the two phones and falling down. And I'm like, it's not that hard, dude. It's a text message. Like, so you get home from work and you don't look at your phone at any point. I even have a smartwatch that's linked to my personal phone. And exactly. I still, so and I still missed it. I know. You're so full of shit. You're like, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't see it, man. I was walking around bumping my head in bookcases. And I feel like, oh, and like you, you portray this like bumbling idiot, which is like, who do you think you're fooling? You fucking saw that shit. And you're like, eh, I'm not dealing with that right now. No, I didn't. Until the next day, and then you never went back to it. That's that's more likely what happened. I swear to you, I did not. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I am fully and totally wise to your uh, bumbling numbskull routine. But I don't appreciate you calling me a bumbling numbskull. <laughs> Bumping my head on bookcases. Suck my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how you act. You're like, oh, well, it's been a crazy couple of days. I didn't even see my phone and my watch and my other phone. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. The fucking Barney Fife ass motherfucker. Well, I, I mean, I can't keep up. I'm like, dude, you have to keep up with way more complicated shit than that all the time. And you're just like, like performers and spreadsheets. And yeah, stuff. I know. You're, you're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> Financial <laughs> recaps. Yeah. Where'd it go? And fucking other text message disappeared. It's like the. People that email me and ask me to email them things that I just emailed them yesterday, and they're like, I can't find it. I'm like, you can't. Well, that drives me crazy. Now that you just looked at. You could also just search my name. <laughs> yeah, you could. There's a variety of things you could search and find it. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the next topic I was thinking about this week, because I didn't, I don't know if I've really told you the whole story, Frank, about the actual move here. I uh, know. So, I mean, we, I talked about it on the first episode, but we bought the house in Michigan or whatever. And then we went back to Seattle. We were here. We stayed with our friends for two months, got the process going to buy this house and then went back uh, for a month, went back to Seattle because we just left our house there basically empty. And we went back for a month to basically pack up our shit and get out of the old house or whatever. Once this one was underway, like, and we were in the process of closing on this house or whatever, we went to get rid of everything. And we basically decided, like, because all of our shit was pretty fucking, not all of it, but a lot of it was junky. And the 
logistics of moving like basically i i researched and looked up for like a year before we did it like how do you move your shit across the country and unless you really have like a house full of shit most of the answers are like the most cost effective way is to get rid of your shit and buy new shit because it just doesn't yeah. work out to to Pers- the cost of items, moving but... yeah and the cost of moving a couch that far is basically the cost of a couch or close to it except <laughs> If you're going to buy a couch, you get a new couch where it's like you're paying the same price to move an old couch somewhere where it's like you, if you're going to spend the same amount of money either way, at least you'll get a brand new thing out of it instead of something that's already five or six. Like it just makes no sense to move shit like a bed or a fucking whatever the fuck. So we basically decided we were not going to move shit. And all we were brought with us was we basically rented, um, like a like a cargo van like a work like cargo kind of sprinter van type thing or whatever like a big high high roof cargo van but not a box truck because even when i looked for box trucks i didn't want to i was trying not to take that much shit to even need a box truck and also when i looked i like couldn't really find anything it was like wildly expensive and seattle's so crazy with basically everything it's like if you want to go to the dentist you wait six months or if you yeah. want to take your dog to the vet, or if you want a box truck, you need to have it booked like way ahead. Of, I mean, maybe I could have gone to Puyallup. Like you could probably get one in a fucking hour, Matt, maybe. But when I looked, it's like you couldn't even find shit in the city of Seattle. So I was yeah, like, there's one right down the street from my house. That yeah. I- so whatever. We just, we got, I got a van and I just looked at fucking whatever. It was like Hertz or fucking, oh, I want to remember because they were fucking dickheads budget hurts it was one of them and i just looked it up on the internet and it was like this one van it's this much and it said it's in ballard and i'm like okay fine so then michelle basically sold all of our shit which is crazy some guy was moving from la to he was basically in the same position as us he's like i want to move to seattle but i don't really want to pay to move all my shit and he ended up pretty much like just buying all of our shit so he just has our old house in his house now (laughs) like our bed our fucking peloton (laughs) our couch like Matt took some of my shit, but he basically just took almost all of our shit. And then she sold a little bit of stuff too, like on, I don't know, offer up or whatever it was. I mean, he took right. the toaster oven. Like yeah. It was literally all your yeah, shit. Like appliances and everything. Yeah. He didn't have kitchen stuff and it was just like a flat rate. It's like, dude, give us whatever and just take, come. But the whole thing with that also is like, it was a double win for us. Cause it's also like, oh, we don't have to fucking do anything. Like we left town and just left the shit in the house and the dude did he did eventually come get it but we were also like well fuck the landlord anyway like who cares what that guy if he gets stuck with a fucking house full of our shit fuck him it's his problem we're never renting again so no i'm never gonna have to fucking fill out a rental application ever again fingers crossed but uh and that dude was a fucking the landlord was a complete total dickhead which is funny because the whole time i was like dude fuck this place like there's no point in doing whatever we're not we're not going to get one dollar back from this person i never had fucking 40 landlords in my life dude they're not going to give us any money back yeah and michelle in her delusion was like well no we should really take care of all these things in the house so we get our and i'm like dude it's probably i think it was like 800 or a thousand bucks to start with if you're lucky the best case is maybe you'd get half that back yeah right so I'm like, just fuck that. Fuck this guy. Why don't we just leave this? Who cares about any of this shit? Fuck this guy and fuck this place. Because we're yeah, and do you miss that $800? Like, well, and we're never going to get it anyway. Like my thing yeah. is there's two options. Do a bunch of work and get $0 or do no work and get $0. And she was like, yeah. no, 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 we have to blah, blah, blah. After it was all said and done, $0. That's it. We got nothing from the guy yep. instead. But it was like, we have to make 50 fucking trips to the good. You, Matt helped me. 
Fuck, dude. So we take all this bullshit to the fucking Goodwill that I'm like, why not just leave it here? Fuck this landlord. And we were like, we took like six trips in one day at one point. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, Goodwill now is like very finicky as to what they will and will not accept. (laughs) They were like, oh, this chair has a slight tear. And we're like, fuck you, dude. Take it. You know the junk (laughs) I've seen in this place? Yeah. Like, real. We did that like six times. And then also, like, Tear has like the most narrow goddamn stairs at that. His old house is like just carrying shit back and forth up and down those stairs. And then uh, I'm also the junk man. Yeah. So, so he'd be like, you know, it was a nightmare for me, or more for my wife. But because uh, Tear's just like, well, I don't want this. And I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing with that? He's like, well, I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm like, well, I guess I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I, I can use that. So when I got home, it was like, a TV, a table, a bunch of shitty little amps that you had, fucking <laughs> your Burlwood tables, fucking... Tables. Are es- nice. Yeah, they are nice. An espresso maker, fucking... <laughs> yeah. Just steak knives. I don't know. I just had so much random shit in the back of the, <laughs> the car, and you're like, it's not going to fit. And I'm like, it'll all fit. <laughs> all, all, <laughs> I have a fucking portal, the <laughs> junk portal in my truck that I can just fit all of it. But it was weird, like, being in the middle of your stressful chaos for two days because it's like yeah. you're literally trying to pack up your whole life so it's like also like the last time we're going to see each other for a while yeah but then on top of that like dealing with you and michelle like having these momentary freakouts on each other and then like not talking to each other and then talking to each other and then because that's what happens when you're you know i, I mean know. there's a lot stressful yeah. i know and then like you stressing out about your music gear and trying to get all that shit wrapped up and secure and like is it gonna fit it's not gonna like just that was like I lived through your existential nightmare for two days. Like I was just, I was just a part of the, a part of your brain for two days. Like, oh, yeah. thanks for stopping by. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but you helped us quite a bit. Well, so, and the one thing, could... well, go ahead. I don't know if you're going to skip past it, but just the thought of, you were, you were even stressed about getting out of the driveway because that thing was fucking huge and your yeah, driveway was well, so narrow. Small. Yeah. The van is like fucking barely it's where it was like just fit. getting out of your neighborhood and down this, that street you were stressed about and that's yeah. that's the first leg of the thing so i had to like stand and in the driveway and help you it. back out yeah and then you have to drive it 2500 miles <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh so you left I, I bid them adieu like they're backing out well i was also gonna say so the only thing we took was like my music stuff and like our most of our artwork and books and records and stuff but i mean we tossed everything and our clothes that's really yeah. like we didn't take anything else we tossed our huh. kitchen shit but the van was pretty much totally full. I mean, it was a lot of shit in there. And uh, and it all, because like I took the music desk, because I have a big big desk in here or whatever, I took the desk apart. And then, yeah, all the music shit was packed up. And But it was just like fucking extreme. I mean, like anything moving, just all the shit packed in there a certain way. And it took a bunch of me and Matt trying to figure out how to get all the shit in there. So, and then we, of course, it's the last night in town before moving across the country. So me and Matt are going to go off and tie one on the night before I leave, right? So we go, we went to the yeah. bar down from my house, right? Or whatever and hung out there. Yeah, and, and watch the playoffs. Watch because it was yeah, basketball season. Basketball. Yeah. 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 And uh so then of course we're leaving town and like I'm fairly hungover or whatever. And it's like, all right, bye, Matt. We get the last shit in the van and leave fairly it was pretty early in the morning, I think. And so we had the whole trip planned out to basically because Michelle really doesn't drive like that. She'll drive around town, but on the highway and in a giant van full of shit. It was just, she kind of offered to drive, but I was like, that's just not gonna it's not going to help me at all. It's not like I can like sleep. <laughs> it's just going to be more stress for everybody. So I'm like, basically I set it up to where I would drive like eight or nine hours each day. And then we booked hotels to just stop at on the way. Right. 
Yeah. So we were supposed to get to like Missoula the first night and we're basically going over the cascades and the van starts making crazy noises. Well, I didn't even tell you when I went to pick up the van, it was like some hood rat fucking place where I get there and the dudes like pretty much had just unlocked the doors and opened up because I had made an online reservation. Like the place wasn't even open. And then oh, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. two fucking shitty vans and he's like, ah, they're both kind of fucked up. Which one do you want? This one's <laughs> dirtier, but I think it's better. <laughs> that one's cleaner, but it's more of a piece of shit, I think. And I'm like, dude, they were both like kind of fucked up, which I'm like, this is just a bad start to the whole thing or whatever. But we get like three hours away from the house and the engine starts making crazy noises. Like the RPM start going, whoa, whoa, oh, like crazy, right? And it keeps doing it. And I'm Are like, you still oh. in Washington? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is like bad. We're not even really over the mountain. You're like three hours away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's still like midway through the day. So we get, we're coming down the other side and finally it just keeps doing it. And it's like the, doing this shit where when I get on the off ramp and hit the brakes, the transmission goes crazy and it's like spiking up to like 8,000 RPM. Like, <laughs> like sounds like it's going to explode pushing the brakes and I'm like, yo, the throttle is something is totally fucked up. Like I'm not a mechanic, but I'm also not a complete lame brain when it comes to like cars or motors or trucks or whatever the fuck. Like I have some sense and I'm like, that is a bad noise. Like that noise is not right. It's not supposed to yeah. be like the engine is not supposed to throttle up when you're slowing down and pushing on the brake or whatever. <laughs> so we're basically near Thorpe, like, you know, where that giant fruit market is on 90 or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, Matt, the huge barn like Thorpe yeah. fucking because they grow a bunch of shit out there. It's a huge yeah, like towards station. towards Ellens, Ellensburg, right? You're... Yeah, it's right before Ellensburg. Yeah. Okay. We yeah, yeah, yeah. And we call the whoever the rental car company and they're like, uh cool. Like someone has been dispatched. Don't move for eight hours. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, just stay there for eight hours. And we sat for like an hour to see kind of if someone would show up or whatever. They kind of like have to call back and forth. So it's like no one even works, which this is like how things are nowadays. It's like probably 20 years ago, rental car companies, maybe they didn't, but it's everything's like subcontracted for everything now, right? So yeah, it's like yeah. instead of them having someone that works there, they just like basically, they it's like Uber for mechanics or some shit where they just like randomly get some mechanic from somewhere to come but that guy's like yeah i can be there in six hours or whatever the fuck it is so they're like cool just sit at this gas station for five hours or six hours and we were like we sat for an hour and then i was like you know what fuck that it's only 10 miles to ellensburg so we're just gonna see if it'll make it that far or whatever and we're just gonna get a hotel because there's no way we're gonna get to, we were supposed to get to missoula the first night we're not gonna get all the way there so we may as well just go to ellensburg and wait for the mechanic guy there and get yeah. a hotel room so we get there, it's only 10 miles away. We find a hotel and uh, we check in and it's still like, we tell them, okay, four hours till the guy gets there. The entire hotel, so Ellensburg's near the gorge. The entire hotel is full of basically college um, Asian ravers. There's like a massive EDM festival at the gorge. So it's all like 19 year olds with fairy wings and bikinis like tripping, like the whole hotel is full of them. Like directly across the hallway from us, there's probably 15, 20 year olds, like I think chugging beers and screaming and punching shit and like going wild. And it's like one in the afternoon. And I'm like, dude, we're in a fucking alternate dimension. We're doomed. Like the van's blowing up. We're trapped in a rave hotel full of fucking teenagers where we're, we made a horrible decision. Like our life is over. 
And, uh, and I might, I don't want to step on your oh, shit, but no, didn't, you say, didn't you say that somebody was from Michigan too? Somebody was helping you that was... Oh, I was I was getting to that. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. The mechanic dude finally shows up and he's this little scrawny dude who looks like, he looks like he's probably smokes, he looks like he smokes 10 packs of cigarettes at the same time. He was a nice guy, but he was definitely like, they rolled him out of an ashtray somewhere to come fucking mechanic <laughs> or whatever. And uh, of course he's like, well, I got to go drive it. And he drives it and he comes back. He's like, I don't know, man, nothing. Nothing wrong with it. And I'm like, okay, dude. And the only thing he said was, well, they, the rental company basically set up, they digitally, you know, with the computer thing, you can hook up to cars now or whatever, like the diagnostic shit. You can also set up stuff inside the engine with that. You can change how it works where he's like, well, they set a governor. So it'll only go 77. So it won't go faster than that. But that's the only weird thing I noticed. And I'm like, and he's like, that's weird. They probably shouldn't be doing that, but whatever. And I'm like, Okay, so what are our options? He's like, well, you can either uh, get as far as you get to the next like rental place that this, I don't, but like I said, budget or fucking whichever one it was, Hertz, get to the next one and you can make them give you a new van. And then, and I'm like, cool. And then in the parking lot, unload everything I own that me and Matt spent like a full day and a half loading in there strategically like and then like me and michelle are going to pull plan tetris in a parking lot and try to get it back in another van and he's like or just just drive it just go and i'm like what do you mean he's like i don't know man like i work on these things all the time like it'll make worse noises before it blows up like, oh, 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 <laughs> well, that's kind of a vote of confidence i guess I, I guess and i was like well what do we do and i was like i guess we just try to take it easy so we leave there and then we it keeps doing weird shit all the way oh he so, didn't take the governor off oh no 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 he didn't yeah. no and it keeps doing weird fucking shit like i said the entire way back so we go we get to missoula and it's fine but i'm just basically going really slow the whole way and it's something to do i think with the elevation and the. i mean like i said i'm not a mechanic but it was something mm -hmm. with the transmission i think ultimately somebody had fucked with how like basically there's a computer telling the engine when to shift right when yeah. to change gears when telling the transmission hey this is when you shift into a higher or lower gear and i think somebody at the rental car company had been fucking with it so it was basically shifting it was downshifting when it was going way too fast to downshift so it's like if you're in third gear fourth fifth gear and you're going this quick and you hit the brakes and it suddenly just goes down into fourth gear then the rpms go fucking crazy but it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. bad sorry i mean that's i know this is dumbass like more this show is not mechanic talk but i think that's what was happening this week we're going to talk about taylor swift football and cars yeah i know <laughs> uh, we basically just went really slow and carefully the whole but it had something to do with when you're going downhill and you'd hit the brakes and it would do this it was trying to downshift which you're supposed yeah, to make sense that makes right. sense but it was doing it way too early there was like fucking seven mountain ranges you got to drive across dude, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get all the way <laughs> so like the whole way it's just like fucking white knuckle all the way we stayed in missoula and then uh mile city which is apparently i've never heard of but it just made sense like as far as the map uh that was the next place to stay hold on one second sorry um we stayed in mile city which apparently is the site of a massive native american massacre like 120 huh. years ago and it's like the only thing in the town i think it was like custer or somebody killed like 
a lot of Native Americans, and that's the only thing in the town. And it's like Jesus. in the middle, like Eastern Montana is nothing. There's no nothing. Western Montana is like mountains and Bozeman and Missoula and like the cities and the towns. Eastern Montana is just like straight up nothing. And there's just this town. And the whole time we were there, we were like, this place is fucking, it was weird. It was spooky. Yeah. Like it actually, yeah. the people seemed weird. The whole town seemed weird. It was like a dire, it was a weird fucking place. And then from there we went to, uh, Fargo, I think, which was fine. And we just fucking hung out. The hotels are Fargo's a crazy place because it's just like they built the entire town in the last like 10 years because there's so much oil money that like oh, okay. there's just huge like strip mall and like crazy apartment complex. It's booming right now. Yeah, like it's been booming for like 10 years. So everything's brand new. But it's like like you look at like apartment blocks that are like kind of like the apartments like Crystal Lake or whatever where we used to, you know, like the two story kind of weird yeah. little apartments with parking lots in them yeah. except there's like fucking 500 of them and they're all identical and brand new and oh, the, yeah. the hotels are brand new the restaurants like it's not really i wouldn't say it's nice but it's a surreal it's just kind of a weird place and the shit's all nice because it's new and then from there i think it was madison was the next place we stayed in and uh, so these hotels were staying and have like fucking hotel bars and like Marriott, whatever the fuck. And there's a little fucking weird bar, you know, in the hotel. So we'd get there at night and then it's like, well, we're not going to, after driving all day, it's like, no. And also I am trashy and I like trashy shit, right? Oh, like, I love hotel bars. Oh, yeah. dude, it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's overpriced and stupid. They have hardly anything there, but it's just like fun. It's fun. And to just, you're like sit downstairs and then you walk to the elevator and go up to your room and go to bed. So you can have three drinks order fucking postmates or whatever if you want and just yeah. when they bring or whatever food them. they have they're cooking yeah back. and yeah. it's always yeah. weird people bartending there mm -hmm. oh yeah, uh, yeah so we're in madison and we're at the hotel bar for a minute and we have a couple michelle's a glass of wine and then this fucking lady shows up and uh I, that's what i just had to pause to text michelle to remember her name which of course i'm stupid her name was karen so i don't know why i wouldn't remember that that's very clear but this lady is some type of uh, business lady, some kind of professional. She's probably 55, 50 to 55. And she's all done up, got the hair, the fucking jewels, the makeup and shit, put, very well put together, the Southern accent. And she's some sort of like business trip. And she's like, oh, I was just at the casino. Hey, honey, how you? And she just like is in with us immediately upon getting to the hotel bar. And she's like telling us how, oh, her husband's going to be pissed off when he finds out how much money she just lost at some casino. So she's like <laughs> on a business trip. She had been at some casino blowing money before she got there. And then uh, she's having a couple drinks with us. She's like, oh, he's my third husband anyway. Screw him or some, some shit like that. <laughs> and she's just like partying with us. She's like, you guys want another drink? Want another drink? And then she's like, come on, big boy. You smoke cigarettes, don't you? Come on, let's go smoke a cigarette. Come on. I like you. We go outside where I'm smoking a cigarette with her and shit. And she's just like, she loves us. We had a fucking blast with this lady. And then she's like, oh, I got a whole goddamn mansion in Tennessee. Blah, 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 blah. Whole basement is Gatlinburg style. You come on down. You're in Tennessee. You come stay at my house anytime. I love you too. Blah, blah, blah. And she gets Michelle's phone number. This lady still to this day, Michelle, like she texts Michelle once in a while. Like, how you guys doing? Blah, blah, Wait. blah. Like, <laughs> What? Nice. Kara said that you guys might be going to Tennessee. Yes, we will. Are you, are you going to hit her up? I 100% will go. Dude, we had a blast with it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Was like, I think she said she had one kid that was grown and out of the house. So she was just like, like I said, like 50 something. And I can't remember what her job was. 
but it was something where she traveled for work constantly. Like she was yeah. a pro hotel bar business traveler. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like drinker or whatever the fuck where she's like, Oh, I can have this many. And then I got my planes at six in the morning. Last time I just stayed up till six or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like she was a fucking, yeah, it's a cliche, but she was a firecracker and I would 100% go party with her or whatever. If we are near where she lives in Tennessee, I will 100% go. And, and it's funny because you meet bar people all the time. I mean, if you hang yeah. out with bars and you ever, there's alcohol flowing, people become friends and shit. And then you're like, ah, I'll never talk to that guy again. This lady has texted Michelle like a couple of times since we've been here. Like, hey, honey, how's it going? Hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. Because we told her the whole story about, you know, coming from Seattle and that we bought a house and the whole deal or whatever. But uh, yeah, then, so that's the last night kind of, because then from Madison to uh, Michigan, you know, you can do, it's like eight or nine hours. Yeah. So we go through Chicago and, and meanwhile, this truck is, this van is still doing the weird shit, but it's just... (laughs) whatever we're just kind of like riding it out and it keeps not blowing up so we're like whatever we'll just keep going till it blows up that's what the guy said is like just drive it till it blows up or whatever so we get right we get through chicago and then we get right over the michigan border you know through chicago we go through indiana just for a second and then you're in basically southwest michigan we're probably 10 miles over the fucking border of michigan and the transmission light comes on and it's doing the shit and then the light comes on and it's fucking beeping and shit. And we're both like, dude, fucking, I, I'm telling you, cause then you start feeling crazy. Like by day four, when it yeah. keeps making this fucked up noise, but it hasn't blown up. You're like, well, yeah. I guess I'm just like an, an insane person that thought it was blowing up when it wasn't. Maybe it's just so, the way this Ford Sprinter or whatever it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So the fucking transmission light comes on and we're like, fuck, we got to stop at a gas station or something. So we pull in, it's like this rest stop thing with like a couple little, it was like a, not just a gas station. It wasn't like a loves or like a nice truck stop place, but it was just some, it was some hood ass bootleg kind of rest stop thing, truck stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like gas station, two little shitty restaurants, a diner or whatever. So we pull in and I'm like, okay, well, the first thing I got to do is look up fucking, can you like, what is the, what's going on with the trans? I'm just trying to Google like what's wrong with this fucking van. You know, I'm looking up like the model of the van and like fucking blah, blah, blah. What could it be? No internet. We're in like a f- fucking dead zone for where our phones will not fucking get any internet or work at all. Like at this oh, gas shit. station for some reason. Michelle's like, okay, well, I got to go. Or we both go and we got to take a piss if we're here anyway. And I'm like, I guess we'll fucking see if we can get internet in a minute or something. I don't know. See if we can get signal. We go in and there's a bunch of people in there. And then the people in the gas station are like, no, no bathrooms. Like what? Like it's a truck stop. There's like half the reason people stop is to use the bathrooms. Like no bathrooms, yeah. all the water's broken. We're like, what? And they're like, all the water, the whole place is broken. And we're like, okay, the internet, the truck's exploding. The <laughs> work, all the, what the fuck? I've never heard somebody just say the water's all broken where it's like, and it's like three restaurants and a gas station. And they're just like, the water's broken. So you're not serving food. There's a bunch of people in there kind of trying to get in the bathrooms and then not sure what to do since they're there to go to the bathroom, but they don't want to. It was weird. It was a weird fucking place and a weird thing happening. And I'm like, yo, we almost made it, but now we're in the fucking twilight zone. I'm like, oh, this is the last fucking attempt of the universe to like stop me before I get where I'm going or some fucking weird shit. You're like three hours from. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, although the only thing was, I'm like, I'm close enough that fucking I'll call someone. One of my buddies will come with a fucking truck 
and we'll just do a piece of shit on the side of the road. No fucking fuck. Fuck that rental company. Fuck that fucking (laughs) thing. I was ready to fucking leave it. We go back out. I start it. The light's off, and we made it all the way here. Like, that's it. The light never came on again. It never fucking blew up. And then I went and dropped it off in Saginaw, like fucking whatever, a week later or something. After we emptied it out, or a couple of days later, we emptied it out, and I went and took it. And I was like, are they going to fucking try to blame me for it? Are they going to? And I've just like never heard. I dropped it off someplace in the fucking hood, dropped the keys in the door and like never heard another word about anything from them. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's surprising. Like what you can get away with, with those kind of things. Like, I guess yeah. you didn't do anything wrong to it, but like we rent one every year for this mm-hmm. big event that we do in November. Yeah. Just for like a side for all, all of our catering and shit. So we can run food and do all this yeah. stuff. And, uh, our fucking one of my sous chefs backed up the rental van into this bright yellow fucking concrete pylon (laughs) at night like it was fucked dude and there was a huge dent in the fender and so i'm like it's like the middle of the event the end of the night and i like tried to wipe it down to see if i could get the paint off (laughs) but the thing was so dirty that then it just made it pop even more because it was like (laughs) i cleaned the dust off of where that dent was yeah yeah and then we had to drop it off when no one was there. And so Ben, the chef, and I, like, took it and dropped it off. And I immediately just got my receipt for my normal charge. Two days later, they never fucking said a thing. Yeah, no. And I was I, like, oh. Well, I was, and I, I refused the insurance, too. So I was like, oh, damn. I refused all the shit. And there was definitely a crazy thing in the windshield that wasn't there when I got it. And I was like, oh, fucking whatever. I'm fucking, there was some other, sh- there was so much fucking shit wrong with it that I'm like, yeah, Look, this thing I'm just dropping it off and I'm never going to see it again and I never heard like I said I never heard from anybody they never called me or contacted me or fucking whatever so that's it that's my long saga of moving here I have like random text messages from you you know for that whole trip because it's like <laughs> I texted you like miss you buddy how's it going and you're like I'm fucking stuck in Centralia and then like oh I met this crazy chick in here and like I have like little bullet points of everything yeah. you just said like in text messages it's kind of funny it was definitely memorable but that's it oh. is it the same route you like when you went back the last time Can yeah when my dad route? died when my yeah. dad died me and my brother drove back that's actually two of the hotels in Fargo and Madison was the same were the same places I stayed with my brother which I was like oh yeah those places are nice they're good to stop at so I stayed at nice. a couple of the same places yeah, I've never done that drive through like the top part. I've only done it from That's Nevada cool. to Michigan like three times. So like through Lincoln and Colorado and yeah. uh, Idaho or whatever. Or the, Utah, I mean. Yeah, the only bad part is, like I said, Montana is just, you can't really comprehend how big it is. Like when you drive all the way across Montana, it's a long drive. <laughs> like you just right. are still in Montana and still in Montana. Every other part of it is like pretty, pretty quick. But yeah. The Rockies too? Do you go drive through them, or it's more south? Yeah, you don't. You don't really. I mean, you do. You do kind There's of. There's mountains, but, but not like that. Yeah. All after you, you know, you go over the Cascades, and then you go into like Idaho, and Western yeah. Montana is all mountains. I mean, it's the Rockies basically. I don't know exactly right. if it's called the. I don't know what the name. They're like little sub ranges or something of the Rockies, but yeah, you have to go through mountains again. Yeah. Well, how about your uh, your work tale, Matthew? Oh, yeah. So are you guys familiar um, with the term ERG? Uh, no. So ERG stands for Employee Resource Group, <laughs> which for every minority, there's an ERG. 
um, people with disabilities, LGBTQ, uh, you know, black and African-American, Asian-American, Asian in general. Okay, so coming from a college, I'm very reluctant to write menus for ERGs because um, I don't want the backlash of them saying I'm appropriating, you know, anything. So we have these ERGs who like want to do all this catering and they're like, oh, this one's for Black History Month. This one's for Lunar New Year. What kind of food do you want to do? Hold on, and I'm like, hold on. I don't. You you haven't even. I don't understand what these are. You said what the acronym so were, but it's like what employee is resource groups. They hold like events that are like culturally relative, right? So they're so um, they're they're a committee, a relevant corporation or something. Yeah, and schools have them. So it's like you know, there's like an ERG group at the place I work for sure. so um, African American and Black people. There's one for if LGBT. If I worked at Google or whatever the fuck, there would be an ERG for whatever group or identity I sub- I was part of, and that they would do events for my group. Of yes, people. for your culture Google. or yeah, okay, okay, that's culturally okay. uh, relevant to your right. And so, you don't want it, as a white dude, you're like, I don't want to write no menu for none. No, of that. so this month is Black History Month and Lunar Year, right? And so the the one ERG reached out to me and they're like, Oh, we're doing a black history month event. Like do you have any food suggestions? And I was like, no, I don't. Um, yeah. but do you, I said, you tell me what you would like me to make and I'll That's, make it. Yeah. Um, and I know, and I met with the leader and I'm like, look, you know, we've had issues in the past where we write menus and then it can be deemed as like, you know, appropriation, which I'm not trying to do. So you just tell me what you want to do and I'll do that. Um, yeah. I can help suggest things, but I'm not going to write this menu without your help. Okay. So we do that. That's all fine and dandy. And so that's, Wednesday night we have this big catering event for that group and then and then they're like well we also are doing the Lunar New Year uh the Asian ERG is doing a Lunar New Year event in the middle of your cafe where there's going to be lion dancers and people in a giant dragon costume like four people in like one of those long you know like the oh, horse yeah, costumes I know, I know exactly. where it's like I there's like four said, people in at first I thought you said lion dancers and I was like that's a strange choice then lion lion dancers i know exactly <laughs> what you i used to live yes. in id buddy yes i'm from yeah so same thing they're like can you write a menu and i was like no because at the school like i've had horrible like backlash with lunar new year stuff because it's not just chinese new year it's like all of asian culture and you know there's a lot yeah. yet so so i said i will meet with you and you and i can put a menu together of stuff i've done in the past for other groups and then we can work with that and she's like okay so we do that they're like great and then our, our company puts out this whole thing and then the last day, they're like, you can't use that. You can't use that. We sent you a new one. Don't use that. Don't use that. I'm like, what? And there was like the dragon they had put had the wrong colors or something. And people were really offended. It was like a whole thing. So oh, man. on top of this, this whole week, uh, most corporations have done a back to work uh, mandate where it's like three days a week. Everyone like yeah. but Adobe, Amazon, fucking the company I work, you know, a lot of them have done these. So they're like, hey. Normally, you guys do 200 covers in a day. Now you could do two to 700 in an hour. And we have like six burners in one oven. And it's like, and the tickets just print out. It's a nightmare. Like 400 tickets just print out right in the beginning of service. And you have to fucking sort it. Anyways. Yeah. So it's like, that's going to happen. Then you have all this catering. And then, you know, brace yourself. The lion dancers are coming. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. So this is fucking Thursday, probably right around when you texted me or whatever. See how it's a callback to why I didn't answer your. uh, It was a Monday when I texted you. Oh, well, that I, I have no excuse then. Um, so I'm like dealing with all this shit. I worked like a 13 hour day the day before to do the one group's catering event at night. I come back, have another catering in the morning, then we're open. And then like we're doing all this. I wrote this stupid menu that I should not have done where it's like fucking kimchi pancakes and yakisoba, like shit that's not easy to like 
make and then hold warm and not turn to a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. So I'm like stressing out about all that. And all of a sudden the fucking tickets start flooding in. Something went down and then fucking the loudest goddamn sound I've like the drums are just fucking oh, yeah. reverberating in the hoods. And then all the customers who are pissed off at me that their food's not ready, just stop with these weird, creepy smiles on their face. Like 400 people at the same time and are watching these fucking lion dancers who are going in between the tables. I'm trying to cook the food. People are like filming us. It was a fucking insanity. And I, it was like one point, one of my, one of my cooks was in the back and it, it's an open kitchen. They can see everything. You can't hide anywhere. Like even where my desk is, they can see me. And one of my cooks is like, I feel like I'm having a bad psychedelic experience. This is really not fun. It's like, you know, I have like a few neurodivergent employees too that are not yeah. <laughs> to like be like, this is okay. We're going to be okay. It's like that scene in Birdman. Like, I think it was Birdman when the in intensity is like filling and the drums are fucking going. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, let's just get through it. And then every time I think I'm okay, I turn around, there's a giant fucking dragon. I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> dude? It was the most surreal shit i've ever dealt with like while trying to feed 500 people at the same time yeah i thought you transferred to your new job so that it would be less stressful but is it just it normally is it's just you, like weird the stress is it just no why normally you... it is it's just like weird when there's like you know there's like little things that happen they all get piled in if there's a big event then every group is going to want to do something that week because everybody's there right normally it's pretty chill um but that was not that was not chill but yes, the call is coming from inside the house once again. Yeah, like, he, that's what I'm like. These stories are never going to end, no matter where you go or what you do. I feel like if you, if you like retired from your corporate job and you were like, you know what, I'm buying a little ten table diner in a mountain town, and that's I'm going to be on the line cooking, and I'm going to own it. It's going to be called Matt's Place, and we'll have I'll have one gal as a server, and maybe one other guy helping out, and that's going to be the restaurant. You would still somehow these stories would still happen where there's like chaos. All these people show up and I'm like, the water's broke. And chaos, yeah, and chaos <laughs> is unleashed upon you. And you're like, oh, I don't know, fucking water's broke. There's fucking line dancers everywhere. Oh, fucking, uh, uh. Dude, you the funnier, how much funnier the story would have been if it was a Lunar New Year slash line dancing? <laughs> I know, that's what I was thinking at first. I was like, yo, that's a weird, that's a weird choice. Speaking of line dancing, my week started with one of my employees like blasting Toby Keith, and I was like, "Turn it off!" And he's like, "He died." I was like, "I don't care. I don't. We don't listen to this music. Turn it off." Yeah. Do you want to tell your Kobe Teeth story? Mine for the show. Yes, yeah. Marie. So I was thinking about so it. so Kobe Teeth. Just I have to. It's relevant. Just yeah. died of what stomach cancer, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, so I had to work one of his concerts once. It was uh, Toby Keith, Kobe Teeth, and Rascal Flats um, together. It was a fucking nightmare, and I had to watch two pallets. Was, of court. So this was what year? Ninety, ninety-nine or two thousand. Yeah. I was probably. It's got to be after that because he wasn't even famous until maybe two thousand one or something, two thousand two, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. early. And I was like one hundred and thirty-five pounds soaking wet, right, working at yeah. a security company. <laughs> Um, and so they're like, well, I don't know, just have him guard the Coors Light all day. So I had to guard like three pallets of Toby Keith and Rascal Flatts beer. But the event's starting. We show up late. I think it was one of the first or second uh, like ones I've ever worked where you have to go and like find the person you're supposed to check in with. You've worked him, Terry, for this yeah. company. Yeah. It's like events you have to go and find. You don't know where you are. If you finally find parking, then it's like no yeah. one communicates shit to you or our buddy who's very much 
lives in a world of chaos like myself is unorganized and he's the one leading he's our ringleader for it or whatever yeah yeah so we get there we're figuring it out we're like back behind like the backstage area or whatever and i'm like checking in all of a sudden i look over and here comes fucking kobe teeth in like sweat shorts and a sweatshirt cut off cut yeah. off sweat like sweatsuit but cut off like <laughs> shitty like like frayed <laughs> Cut yeah, off. He did it himself. Like gets friend. out of his gets out of his big fucking Dodge Ram or F three fifty or whatever. Has a paper plate of ribs in his hand. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> and he walks up to the dude next to me and goes, "Eat up, skinny," and hands him a plate of ribs and then fucks off and I never see him again. It's <laughs> like holy shit. I hate this dude, but did he just fucking hand Nick a fucking plate of ribs? And he's like, "Dude, he literally." I saw the whole thing. It's like, "Eat up, skinny." <laughs> and that was that was the extent of my Toby Keith experience. Yep. So yeah, too many ribs, too many fucking paper plates of ribs got to his stomach. I guess I don't know. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think we've done it for this week. Yes. That's it. Thanks for stopping by. Well, thanks for stopping by. Mm-hmm.